How do women of color unapologetically become themselves, turn their broken pieces into a masterpiece, heal their broken inner little girl, and become the change they deserve? Listen to this podcast to get all the details and more. Hey, 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 it's Bina Derrick, your favorite life coach and founder of Brown Girls Hill Movement. Thank you so much for tuning in in today's podcast. I have missed you guys so much. I know you probably checked last week. It was like, no new podcast. Where is she? That was not by accident. That was totally intentional. So once a week, no, rewind, once a month, for a week, I like to take time to myself where I fast. During this fast, I'm very intentional. I oftentimes don't communicate with anyone. I am off of social media. And I really wanna take time to hear God clearly on what it is that he wants me to teach you all. How does he want to use me so that you guys can become the best version of yourself? I'm reading, I'm journaling, I'm meditating, I'm praying. And I'm just asking for clarity. And so this month, I was extremely nervous. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was like, I don't know. Because I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. But I didn't have peace about it. So I was like, let me see what God has in store for me. And on a Sunday, it just came to me. The first day of my fast at that, clear as day, that I need to talk with you all about something that, one, is definitely God-rooted. One thing about me, if God is not in it, I'm not talking about it. I'm not life coaching about it. I'm not giving you any advice about it because that's not how I roll. So I knew that this was God coming to me and saying that this is a topic that we need to hear. And this is a topic that would be beneficial to not only me, but to you and your friends and everyone in your environment. And I also, anytime I speak on something, Anytime I'm life coaching, I want to make sure that you're getting my testimony. And what I mean by that is I am never going to give you any type of techniques or take you through any process or anything that I have not already experienced myself. That's just not my expertise. I cannot help you on how to become the fastest track star in the world. But I can definitely help you become the best version of yourself and hear your broken little girl in my sleep. And that's what I'm going to do. So I, during the fast, I wanted to make sure that this topic was definitely God-rooted. That is something that I have grown through so that way I can give you great expertise on it. And I also wanted to take my knowledge and my background within my degree of psychology and use that to my advantage. I still have all my psychology books so i wanted to be able to apply psychology behind the information that i provide you guys so during this week i finally got it together and i am so excited to share with you guys that for the month of april these next four weeks we are going to be talking about how to turn your insecurities into security Let's just be honest. 
we all have insecurities especially as women men y'all be having them too but for some reason we as women we punish you guys way more if you guys have insecurities like you're not human than ourselves but women we genuinely have insecurities and i think that we feel like if we have insecurities that we're flawed or that we're not good enough or that we're imperfect and there's nothing wrong with that it is absolutely nothing wrong with having insecurities the girl had plenty and have some but there's a difference between being secure within yourself and having insecurities and then having insecurities and you don't have any form or foundation of security. One thing that is important to know when focusing on achieving, well, rewind. One thing that's important to know when you're trying to conquer your insecurities, your insecurities, you need to know what are your insecurities. You cannot heal what you don't reveal. Be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, Julie, am I insecure? Be 100% honest. Most of us, if not all of us, are going to say yes. Now, we may be insecure in different areas of our lives, but somewhere within us, we all have a form of insecurities. Some women, their insecurities are displayed when they're in a room with other women who are accomplished. How do I know? Because I've been that woman before. Definitely have. Some women feel insecure when they're not meeting goals. But a lot of that has to deal with the fact that their goals aren't their own. Their goals are someone else's. But you got to check our previous podcast to understand that. One of the biggest ways to identify what your insecurity is, because some of you guys might not might not know what it is. But I'll ask you a question. What do you say yes to? What you say yes to will show you and lead you to the right direction of direction of what your insecurities are. Because in order to say yes to something, it requires you to say no to something. Okay, uh, let me be real. I'm gonna give you guys a true story a little bit more about me so you guys can see where I've said yes a lot in my life and how that's backfired against me how that's left me broken how that's shown up in other areas of my life um so let's get into it story time with being a dear when I was about Seven or eight is when I first started being sexually abused by uh, a family member. I didn't quite understand what was happening at the time. I didn't know if I was supposed to enjoy it or if I was not supposed to enjoy it. I didn't know if this was supposed to be like the movies. I had no clue. I just knew that when I went to sleep, sometime in the middle of my sleep, I would be... I would then have a guest in my room, an unwanted guest um, that wanted to explore me. And it's crazy that there was someone who wanted to explore me and I haven't even explored myself. And when I say I haven't explored myself, I don't mean sexually, I just mean mentally, emotionally, physically. I haven't even got the chance to explore who I am, yet you wanna explore me. 
that transpired from the age of seven to eight until I was 14 years old. Um, when I was 14 years old is when my virginity was taken. It was robbed of me and it left me feeling as if I didn't matter. And then it left me feeling at times that maybe I deserved it. And then there were times where I felt like this was the story of my life. Nothing good happens to me. Because remember, I told you, I used to feel like I was a girl who good things didn't happen to. And I said yes to keeping quiet. I said yes to not telling other people. I said yes to not reporting it. I said yes to keeping it a secret. But the things that I said no to, I said no to myself. I said no to my peace. I said no to my intuition. Just to say yes to something and someone else. That's why I say you be mindful of what you say yes to because it is a direct reflection of your insecurities. See, I was so quick to say yes to keep them quiet. I was so quick to saying yes, it was my fault. I was so quick to saying yes, I'll keep your secret. Because my biggest insecurity was that the person who brought me into this world, the person who was supposed to love me, the person who was supposed to fight for me, the person who was supposed to instill value in me and remind me that I'm worthy, that I'm strong, that I'm capable, that I'm beautiful. That person, the person is my mother. And instead what she did was pull the trigger when I was two years old and left me alone. Left me to believe that I wasn't worthy of having a mother. That the person who's supposed to love me, the person that I come from, doesn't even love me enough to fight for me. So yeah, when I'm placed back in a situation where I am trying to be secure within myself, I don't even have the foundation. I don't even know that it's okay to say no. I don't even know that it's okay to not keep someone else's secret. You see, that's another thing. My mother's death was a secret for me until I found out through uh, my younger cousins. I was always told that my mother got sick and passed away. I guess I was lied to to be protected from, so it wouldn't hurt as bad. But it hurt even worse when I had to find out from my two younger cousins that my mother committed suicide. Now, how is it that you're able to trust someone else with the truth, but you're unable to trust me with it? You don't think that I'm capable of handling it. You don't think that I'm strong enough. You think I'll be too angry. That shows another insecurity I have, which is another reason why I'm so quick to say, yes, I'll keep your secret. Because I'm going to prove to you and to other people, and maybe even to myself, that I'm strong. That the things that are supposed to break me cannot break me. 
Because once before, everyone thought I was fragile. So now I have to prove a point. I'm not fragile. You can throw anything at me. I'm strong. I'm a strong black woman. I'm a superwoman. Betray me. I'm strong. Leave my side. I'm strong. Failure after failure. I'm strong. Molest me. I'm strong. Because I have a point to prove. Because I'm still acting from my broken little girl. When you act from your brokenness, you're acting from insecurities. That broken little girl inside of you is the reason why you're an insecure woman today. It's the reason why I still have security insecurities today. Let's be, okay, listen. I'm gonna be all the way transparent with you guys because I love you. And I know that through my story, it'll help you. And always remember that your story is your power. And so I'm going to use my story as my power. I am often known as the woman who disguises her pain by her smile. See, I was wearing a mask before COVID-19 even existed. My smile. My smile is my biggest mask. I can be going through hell. I could be drowning. But you're going to get this smile and you won't even know. And why is it that you don't know? Because I choose to say yes to protecting your feelings. I choose to say yes to making sure that you're okay. So what am I saying no to? Once again, I'm saying no to myself. Once again, I'm saying no, my voice doesn't matter. My feelings do not matter. What I have to say do not matter. How you treat me does not matter. Every time that I'm saying yes to someone else because the way that they treat me and I allow it is another way of me saying no to myself. And again, I told you where that stems from. My mother did not say yes to me. She said no. She said yes to her disease. She said yes to being bipolar schizophrenia. She said yes to pulling the trigger and she said no to me. So if my mother said no to me, why could I say yes to myself? And so I have allowed people to mistreat me. And here's the thing. Listen, a lot of us, a lot of things that have happened to us in our life, it's not the person's fault. It is our fault because we've allowed it. People only treat you as good as you love yourself. And I'll be honest, I didn't always love myself. And that is why I accepted and said yes to mistreatment. That is why I said, yes, I'll keep my mouth closed when someone disrespects me. It's why I said, yes, I will allow people to disrespect my boundaries and run me over and over. A lot of us say yes because we have to be the go-getter, the hustler. So we say yes to staying up and no rest. We say yes to other people and being present for other people. We say yes when we don't have anything left within us. A lot of us find it so much easier to say yes to other people than to say yes to ourselves. Every time you say yes to something, 
you're saying no to something else. And I got to a point in my life when everything, when I looked around, everything that I was saying no to would help me grow, would help me be the best version of myself, would help me forgive, would help me let go. Because I was so insecure. Insecure women, I'm gonna be honest with you, insecure women feel like they have to keep score. Insecure women feel like they cannot forgive because in order for me to forgive, that gives you the power. And I only feel secure when I'm in control. I only feel secure when I have power. I only feel secure when the ball is in my court. So it's gonna make me feel more secure to hold on to the pain, to hold on to the anger, to hold on to the abuse, the lies, the abandonment. Because if I let it go, if I let it go, that means my heart is no longer guarded. That wall I built up all these years is now taken down. And for me to be unguarded, I am not secure. Now that's why you have to learn that your insecurities are not your weakness. And as long as you view them as your weakness, they will be your weakness. But your insecurities are the seeds that you plant in the ground. They are the production of your harvest. They produce your harvest. <laughs> you think I'm joking. Let me break it down for you. I kept my mouth quiet for years about being sexually abused. I kept it quiet for so long. I'm gonna be honest, I forgot it happened. And for those of you like, how do you forget it happens? Suppression. You can suppress things so much that you generally forget that it happens. That's why you have hypnosis and that's why you see psychiatrists and psychologists because they can bring these suppressed memories out of you. Your suppressed memories are nothing but stored memories within your subconscious mind. A lot of us can prevent ourselves from entering our subconscious mind. We have that blockage. We have that wall. That's why we say, I don't care or I'm good or we drink or we numb because we don't want to tap into our subconscious mind. I wasn't tapping into my subconscious mind. I was afraid. I didn't want to know what I was going to find out. I didn't want to know if I was going to love myself, if I was worthy, if I was capable. And part of that tapping into my subconscious mind meant to take ownership. That though it may not have been my fault that I was sexually abused, it is my fault for how long I have allowed it to plague me. It is my fault that I did not speak up. It is my fault that that same person feels like they can call me to today and ask for favors because I didn't speak up for me. That's what happens when you allow insecurities to lead you. But when you stop allowing the pain, the hurt caused by others and caused by yourself, you become secure. When I was able to accept, you know what? My, I didn't lose my virginity. My virginity was taken. I was sexually abused by someone that I trusted, by someone that I love, by someone that I call family, best friend. Someone who I trusted crushed all of that for me. But I didn't trust myself enough to know that I could speak up. I didn't trust myself enough to say, it's not okay. I didn't trust myself enough to tell that person to stop. But when I got the strength, baby, 
when I said this happened for me and not to me, I'm now able to tell other women like you, like on this podcast, how I've been sexually abused. My very, very first woman's empowerment retreat was the first time that I opened up about it in a room full of people that know my abuser. I was no longer going to be defined insecure. I'm going to be secure in knowing it happened for me and not to me. It didn't break me. It didn't break me. And that's what you have to understand. It didn't break you, baby. You're not insecure. You're insecure because you give it power. You're insecure because you won't let it go. You're insecure because you feel as if your strength comes from holding on to something that's toxic. Something that's filled with turmoil. That's not security at all. You feel like you're secure because you can hold on to everything that you know. But to let it go means to step into everything you don't know. And that to you is scary. But that is what's security. I told you guys how I kept quiet or I let people disrespect me and people disrespected my boundaries and they had no clue because of my smile. Oftentimes I kept quiet because I felt like what I had to say didn't matter. I felt like my voice wasn't heard. I felt I was always told oh, I'm too blunt or I'm too this. I felt misunderstood. I felt invisible. So I kept quiet because if I kept quiet, that kept the peace. But that's the thing. Where is it keeping the peace? Is it keeping the peace between you and someone else? Or is it keeping the peace between you and yourself? I never had peace within. I was willing to say yes to everything and everyone else at the cost of my own peace. At the cost of my own happiness. At the cost of my own joy. Girl, no ma'am. Do you know? That I get paid thousands of dollars to open my mouth and speak and share my opinion, to be blunt. The very thing that kept me in a box, the very thing that I felt insecure about, the very thing that I allowed to be a cloud over my life and tell me that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't capable, is the very thing that I do for a living that makes you become the best version of yourself. So what would happen if you stop allowing your broken little girl to define you. What would happen if you stop being so insecure about things that have happened? If you stop being insecure about things that you can't change and be secure in the things that you can. And the only thing that you can change is yourself. So what would happen if you stop being secure within? Now these next four weeks, I'm going to take you through the exact process on how to turn your insecurities to security. But the number one step is you have to identify them. You cannot heal what you don't reveal. And revealing the ugly truth is not easy. Because a lot of the times when you uncover things, you're revealing your fault. You have to look at the woman in the mirror and say, I apologize. I was wrong. I let you down. I forgive you. And that, my friend, ain't easy. But you cannot say you want to be secure within yourself if you're not going to take accountability. So the first step to becoming secure within 
It's identifying your insecurities. I told you one way to identify your insecurities is to look at the things that you say yes to. And what is it costing you to say yes to those things? If it costs you your peace, baby, it's too expensive. If it costs you your happiness, it's too expensive. If saying yes to something or someone else requires you to put yourself last, baby, it ain't the, it ain't the fact that it's too expensive. I don't even want to pay for it. Just because you can afford it don't mean you should. Just because you can put someone else first and be there for them doesn't mean you should. I need you to think about that. Just because you have the, the funds don't mean you should buy it. But we're going to get into that topic next week, honey. That, that's next week. So the first step to turning your insecurities to security is identifying what they are. You're going to identify it by looking at the things that you say yes to. You're going to identify it by looking at your broken little girl. And if you don't know how to do that, if you don't even know where to start on how to identify your broken little girl, then that is why you come to me, honey, your favorite life coach. This is what I specialize in. Maybe trying to find your insecurities on your own is too scary, and that's fine. But that is why I'm here. We would do it together. Not only, not only do you identify your broken little girl, but check how you respond. The way that you respond is the reflection of where you are in your healing process. Nine times out of ten, when we get upset with someone in the way that they communicate or what they say or what they've done is usually a trigger within. Nine times out of ten, it's a trigger within. Check how you respond. How you respond when you're upset? How do you respond when you're sad, when you're afraid? How do you respond when you're happy? And I'm not even like, when you're happy, what do you mean? There are some people that the way that they respond when they're happy is to not respond. They don't even acknowledge those feelings. There are some people who are genuinely afraid of being happy. How do I know? I used to be one of those people. It's the reason why oftentimes I still, I'm not comfortable with sharing my accolades and my accomplishments. That insecurity. I'm really happy. Like I really have a good life. Like I'm really getting everything that I asked for, that I worked for. Y'all have to understand, let me tell y'all, I am the first to graduate out of all my brothers and sisters. And let me explain something to you. My oldest sister is 54. I'm the baby. My sisters are 20 plus years older than me and I am the first to graduate. Most people don't even know I have three degrees because of that fear, that insecurity of being happy. So identify your insecurities. Where do they rest? Where do they live? Because you cannot be secure within yourself as long as you're lying to yourself, as long as you're hiding, as long as you're telling yourself, oh, I don't have any insecurities. Oh, you don't? All right, book a 30-minute session with me, and I guarantee by the time we're done, I'll give you all five of your insecurities. 
listen this week these couple weeks are going to be crazy we're going to get in the net and gritty of it i have some great things coming up for you guys to really help you actually overcome being insecure and allow your insecurities to lead you and respond for you we're going to conquer all of that First things first, you need to subscribe to our website, which is going to be uh, below. You can find the link below. It's also www.browngirlshillmovement.com. Please subscribe. You get weekly emails from me where I give you inside jewels that are not posted within our podcast, our YouTube, or our social media. Once you once you have subscribed, you definitely need to um, stay tuned because we have Brown Girls Heal Therapy on the go coming up, baby. TTG, I am so excited. TTG is a membership, a space for women to learn how to put the you in value. Through this membership, we have so many things that are a perk. And honestly, I really wish I had it when I was going through a lot of things back during my turmoil days, during my domestic violence days, during molestation, during homelessness, had I had a community like this, I would have felt so much better. And I would have truly eliminated some of the rocky journeys I went through and not knowing who I am and my self-worth. But definitely subscribe to the website so you can be the first to know once TTG opens. It is going to open on May 13th, 2021, which is your favorite life coach birthday. However, we do have limited spots. So it's first come, first serve basis. So go ahead, subscribe to our website. Make sure you join Brown Girls Hill Gang TTG waitlist. Also like, rate, and share this podcast. And if you have not subscribed to our YouTube, please go to our YouTube channel, which is Being Endearing. Thank you so much for tuning in in today's podcast.